So welcome everyone to another episode of Pageant Chats with House of Pageantry. Today's episode is actually very, very different, simply because normally we talk about diversity and the importance of black women within the pageant industry or women of color within the pageant industry. But today we're going to talk about having a pageant during COVID. So today we have the amazing Sharika, who is the founder and director and sits on the board of Miss Teen Caribbean UK. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your platform. Oh, no worries. So tell me a bit more about yourself and your pageant, because I think not many people actually know Miss Teen Caribbean UK that has relaunched again. So tell us a bit more about the pageant. Okay, so the pageant Miss Teen Caribbean UK, it is the first, I felt we get started the teen pageantry in the in the diaspora to be honest but it's just a pageant for those who are aged 13 to 19 sometimes we cap it at 17 who are of caribbean mixed caribbean heritage and they're living in the uk so the brand was founded in 2013 but had its first show in 2014 mm -hmm. so that's seven years ago now yeah. and um we took a hiatus because i had to do some of my own personal development and i was just not happy with a few things from the last pageant that we had mm -hmm. so we took a hiatus and when the time was right which is now i felt it was the right time to just have a new ambassador no matter what nothing was going to come in the way of us having a new ambassador for miss teen caribbean uk nice so when you say you took a bit of a break i guess to yeah and revamp the organization what were key things that you were looking for as a new launch of the brand well we needed somebody who were was um great to work on their own initiative who really wanted to be a part of the brand and who were just unapologetically them and one thing i love about the ambassadors that we have now is that they're so unapologetically them they're themselves they're very enthusiastic and i love that when we did the selection we had 14 people apply over covid with no promotion just social media and it, it, it was the top four because we then round it down to four was selected based on initiative it was based on how um, enthusiastic those people were how determined they were and sometimes as women especially as black women or any woman woman whenever you're too enthusiastic or you're too spot on you're you get you get um you get criticized for it. But here I celebrate that. I celebrate somebody who responds quickly to an email. I respect, uh, you know, I celebrate those who ask a lot of questions. And even though I might like be very busy, I still love it. I secretly deep down love it because that person represents who I was at that age or who I am now as a, as a woman that I am enthusiastic, but I'm having to kind of submerge myself to suit people saying don't reply too quickly give it a few hours give it a few minutes no reply if that's how you feel just reply and when the person gets hold of it they'll reply back so yeah oh i love that Do you know what it's preparing them for the real world basically yeah when you well i guess my question would be so when you're looking at miss team caribbean uk tell me a bit more about the different rounds and kind of like the preparation that the girls go through and then link it back to how it has been different in this COVID season? 
Yeah, so usually we would have a pre-selection. That's the first, the first stage is applying. The first stage is sending in your application and applying. And then usually without COVID, we would have a pre-selection. And a pre-selection, I think we created that, but it basically just means you come down, you meet us and we meet you. And you just tell us why you want to be in the pageant. We see if you fit the ethos of the brand. And we kind of make sure that we don't waste your time because after pre-selection, you then have to financially commit so it's at that point you decide and we decide if you want to financially commit to being in a pageant because it is very expensive to some people to be in a pageant and so we do pre-selections usually um, without COVID and now that COVID's happened we kind of said if you want to be amongst the top five six sevens you just have to uh, pay you just have to kind of do your application form and show us that you're gonna so we skip that step and let the ladies financially commit because it was such a short time yeah um and we also reduce the cost of that because of that we reduce the cost and um so that's what would normally happen and after pre-selections we then normally have um classes that are complementary to the brand mm -hmm. so we organize for the girls to have their catwalk sessions we organize for the girls to have etiquette classes we organize for the girls to have um anything else that we feel may complement their journeys as yeah. young women so in the first year we had salsa um and that was sponsored by Salsa Naturally. And I hope they're listening because they did such a fantastic job with having young um, teens learn salsa. Mm -hmm. And so that was the class for that year. And I think the second year, I, I can't remember, but we would have done something else. But usually we have something in between that's complimentary. Mm -hmm. um, it would have been Carnival Arts, which would have been the second year. And Carnival Arts was the third year as well. Um, yeah, so that's usually what happens without COVID. Mm -hmm. Now that COVID has happened, we did a lot of Zooms. So I usually have taken a back step. I usually don't, I'm not this visual. I don't know if you know that. I mean, I'm usually never this visual ever. <laughs> But because of COVID, I've had to put myself out as my own brand ambassador this year because of our last year's winner had just grown up. She was, she's just no longer a teen. She <laughs> cannot be the face of the teen brand. So I think that because of that, I just had to put myself out there more and represent my brand and what I believed in for my brand and utilize the fact that I can get away with, you know, engaging with a younger yeah. audience because I'm in my 30s, I'm not as young as I, I think <laughs> I am. Yeah. So. Oh, that's nice. So when you say your current, well, your old queen is not a teen anymore, really, has she, is she still involved with like helping and mentoring maybe the upcoming queens? No, for that, for unfortunately, our last queen, Leslie, her name is Leslie Hayward. I don't want to diminish the job that she did in her own reign. But when we came back after seven years, my first queen, Gabrielle, which is like my baby I, and she hates that but we came back and they were all grown up women there were 20 year olds and 21 year olds and 22 year olds gone to uni done different things makeup artists now and I thought oh my gosh you know like where did the time go because the pictures that I have of these girls 
are young, they're 14, they lacked confidence. And now I'm like, whoa. So what I did was I engaged with those who were willing to engage back with the brand. And you cannot force anyone to want to be in the brand. They've grown up and we accept growth. You know, we champion growth. If you have grown up and it's beyond you, that's okay. There's no there's nothing we wish you well and we hope that when you have your own brand you invite us to your own launch and i'll be happy to mm-hmm. join so the last winner leslie she um she did our go rush is it go rush don't rush challenge don't rush slow touch that that yeah I know the one that everyone yeah. did during covid everyone did it through covid and she was very kind and generous enough to do that for us because i just literally sent out a message i was just like hey guys who would be up for it and they were all um on board some of the girls were just upset with me they were like who do you think you are and we had our we had to hash it out and that's what the people don't know that some ladies who are not in the top three they tend to be upset with organizers and mm-hmm. and you know they think oh you you're the reason i lost or whatever whatever their reasons are i was i would accept it because i'm a pageant person as well I was in pageantry as well and I was placed second runner-up as well so I understand that feeling of wanting to have won the ultimate title but I just don't have the same level of animosity I'm quite fond of my own pageant director so but I get it and so I just thought say what you need to say get it off your chest and let's just move on but I'm always going to be here to support you guys if you believe that and I, I am I'm not, I'm not body. Um, I don't like to expose myself. I'm quite conservative. I do a lot of stuff outside of pageants and I was quite willing to put on a skimpy costume and um, represent for Gabrielle's as mother's brand Mardi Gras arts, because that's what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, their mother and fathers, their um, carnival arts creators and costume designers, yeah. and they're just artistic. And I wanted to let her know that, look, I will support you also. We're at the stage in the game now where if you have something and you need my support, even if it's outside my comfort zone, I will stick on a two piece and I will come and model. And I, and I, and I don't do that. I don't do that at all. So, yeah, so that's what happened. So during COVID, we did more Zooms. Mm-hmm. We did more online things naturally and we met on our first photo shoot. So myself and the ladies who had made it to the finalists only met when they came to do their photo shoots. So do you feel like because you met them at a later stage during the journey, you was was she able to bond with them the way you was able to bond with your other girls because you met them straight away basically? What was that experience like? I think that's a very good question. Um, I think um, with the first round of girls, I get the sense that some of them felt I had favorites. I don't know. It's my assumption, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm, I get the sense that they think I have select few. And the thing about me as a human being anyway, is that even in my personal circle, I do not have the skill to have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. It's a skill to entertain a lot of people. I don't have that skill. So I guess in the, it's a mixed review and I won't know unless I do a survey and getting everyone to fill out a survey is impossible. Of course. Yes, but um, 
I don't know if I bonded better or not because in the end, we only had two girls that made the finals. And that's another story that we can get into later on in the podcast. But um, in, I, don't, I don't know, Jasmine. I honestly don't know because um, I feel like I'm bonding more with these two girls because it's only two of them and they made the first and second top two. But then I feel as if I have my special relationships with the last girls and one of them now is going to be sitting on the Miss Teen Caribbean UK committee as an acting vice president and mm-hmm. yeah I, I've offered her this role a while back now and I offered another young lady similar role and I just wasn't able to do it because I really want to give them a great experience not just utilize them for free or anything like that I want them to do it the right way know how to take a meeting and build an agenda and learn from me I spend so much money on education that I'm happy to give a few of the girls some of my knowledge you know because knowledge is really important you don't just come and feel short change I wouldn't want that to happen to them so I don't know. The answer to your question is, did I develop a better bond? I mean, if time will tell, you never know till after the year as of well. <laughs> yeah. So you never know how someone truly feels until it's over. So in a year's time, I'll know what bond I had formed with the girls mm-hmm. now, but it's going, the relationship's going well. <laughs> so tell us a bit more about like the managerial side behind of like planning a pageant during COVID. What are some of the challenges that you faced that you didn't plan for? The the challenge that I faced I didn't plan for is the adults and how they performed Mm -hmm. at the show. I was so shocked at the fact that a lot of the adults on the, on the team, on the committee, because there's a difference of stuff. There's the, most of the people on the committee now, it's just out of interest. They just want to come around us, do it because they love it. It's not a paid role. Um, I, so when I, I was very shocked at that, I was shocked at how many of the young girls who started off reported feeling a lot of mental health issues Mm -hmm. i didn't have any idea that that would be a factor when i was doing miss teen and i work in healthcare so i thought to myself gosh when i was 15 16 i don't remember feeling a lot of mental health issues Mm -hmm. you know but i don't know if i can think about it but yeah so that was factors that i had no idea so the younger girls coming into reporting having struggling mentally and the adults that I had to manage that I thought I don't want to have to manage you because I'm a very chilled person naturally I'm island girl really I was brought up in the UK but I'm chilled so when I had to kind of be reinforcing things to the adults like do you mind doing that do you mind getting changed do you mind putting this out do you mind saying this can you remember the girl's name and remember their bios yeah i thought to myself what am i doing i sent the stuff information out and no one's bothered to remember it but i was then told it's because of covid and a lot of people have been off work for for a while and their brains are not as you know as sharp as mine because i i work the entire time i've been studying the entire time working the entire time so for me i was just like come on let's get this done but not everybody else have been in the same position so 
Um, that's something unexpected. I had no idea that I would have to be managing adults, you know? So what is something that surprised you in a positive way planning a COVID pageant? Um, the enthusiasm of my winners. Oh my gosh, they inspired me more than they thought and they would ever think. And I will, and I'm sure Letitia would look at this and not know, but Nanaya, who is our first runner up, and Letitia Angel, who is our Miss Teen Caribbean UK winner. Every time they responded to my email and every time they asked a question that showed me that they were excited about it, it just made me happy. I gifted them so many personal things that nobody knows. They got way more gifts than they were entitled to because I was just so inspired by them. They were like my, I was so inspired because even some days I didn't want to do some of the stuff I had in my personal catalog and because of how my girls responded it made me think it gives you that energy do you it gives me that, that energy very, yeah that's Absolutely. amazing so okay let's talk a bit about the financial aspect let's be real because beauty pageants yes you know beauty pageants are pageants and we're doing it for entertainment purposes you know and growing and developing young women or guys that are entering pageants but let's be real at the end of the day it is a business and there needs to be some type of break even, some type of profit or some type of loss somewhere. How has it been for you doing a COVID pageant? If we're keeping it real, we made a huge loss. <laughs> this was our lowest. Um, on our first year show, we did a huge gain. It was such a successful show which meant that we went into the second year with confidence. Yeah. Um, in our second year, it was, um, it was an uncomfortable margin. It was based on if you were to take the nitty gritties into, into account, we probably would have made a small loss on the second year. Mm -hmm. But it was nothing that made me think, mm, I don't want to do this again. That was not the reason for having our, our hiatus. In this year, I went into it knowing that there would be a loss because I went into it almost starting over. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like a relaunch, rebrand, re-everything. So I had to get new artwork, new everything, new softwares because we didn't use any of the old, um, we didn't have any old banners. I'd moved and I'd liquidated a lot of my items and I was responsible for keeping some of the Miss Teen stuff and that was all, all gone, you know? So uh, we made a huge, 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 huge loss. But I don't, I think it was worth it. But don't listen, don't listen to me. I've been on a- that's why. why do you think it was worth it? It was worth it because the brand is long-term. It's not something that I'm looking to, it's not my bread and butter. Miss Teen Caribbean UK is not my primary source of income. It's something that I do because Initially, when I started the brand, I just felt it was needed. It was something that was just needed. I'd come out of a pageant myself. I felt as if it, I needed more from my own pageant journey. Mm -hmm. And there's a secret to the whole Miss Teen Caribbean UK that one day, I don't know if, I don't I know if I'll get in. Are you going to tell us? I don't know if we'll <laughs> get in trouble for saying the whole, because it's with another brand who is now having their own show. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to say anything yet, but the way how it was created, 
it started off just me wanting to do a pageant for Caribbean girls, put it that way, hint, hint. And then somebody said, um, oh, I think there might be another brand that's doing something for all Caribbean girls. And that's another hint. So then I said, well, I think, you know, if they're going to do a brand with Caribbean girls, I think they should make sure that they target them from a little bit younger because I wish I knew some of this stuff sooner. So when I went into it, and then I said, okay, I'm just going to do Miss Teen Caribbean UK because I feel that it needs to be done a little bit sooner because that's just what I felt at the time. I don't know why, I just felt that way at the time. And that was it. It was birth. And that was in 2013. It was well before other brands had birth their own brand, but it was fine. I loved it. And um, it, it, I didn't think it was too bad losing on this show because it's a long-term brand. It's, it's more to it than just the pageant. We're going to make the pageant just one element of the brand at this stage now. Nice. So in terms of your winner, I guess I'm going to talk to her a bit more later on, but from your perspective, like what are your plans? What, what are your plans? What with are my plans for queens? her? Is it, is it just focusing on the winner or is it focusing on both of them also? That's a good question to ask. That is a very good question to ask. And I struggle with, um, what, what should I do that? But a winner should always feel like a winner mm-hmm. because that's the reason why they're a winner. They really did go the extra mile. So I often battle with it because I love, I absolutely love our second runner up or no first runner up Nanaya, who is the second place person. Mm-hmm. So even because of that, her sash is unique to any other sash that you would get if you were a second runner-up her sash is an ambassador sash as opposed to a sash that says first runner-up so i think the truth is we will have to make a winner feel like a winner because that's the goal of winning that's the goal of getting an a you cannot get an a star and they treat you as if you got a b plus mm-hmm. you wouldn't feel happy getting your a star and everybody else following you will say well, they treat everybody the same. So I don't need, you know, I don't need to work extra harder. So we will treat our winner uh, like a winner. We hope to continue to, you know, gift her items as she continues to do so well. She's only 15 years old. And um, I don't know, the plans cannot be set in stone. We try not to set anything in stone because as you know, children will hold you accountable. And they're not children, but everybody holds you accountable when you say it out loud. So the plan is to just make sure that she feels supported, number one, and she feels as if it's her title. And I don't want her to feel as if she's sharing the title. Yeah. I want her to feel as if she she is the title holder. And, um, and also with the second place uh, winner, we want her to feel um, compensated for her hard work and her bravery. Because by the time we went into the finals, mm-hmm. two girls knew that it was them out of all the girls that they had seen. And I just really loved them for that. They never gave up. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Do you know what? It's slowly actually coming to the end of the interview. I, know, I can't I can believe see. that time has gone so fast. But do you know what? Speaking about teens and speaking about, you know, younger person, what would you say to your younger self? Oh my God. I would cry for my younger self. I often cry for my younger self. And I think what happens is um, 
I wasn't confident. I don't remember being confident in my younger self. And so a young, a lot of the young ladies, they have elements of me in them. And that's why I just can just give them a blight. So our first winner, Gabrielle, when she was Gabrielle at 14, reminded me so much of me. But the difference between her and I was Gabrielle had such a support network with her family. I often do a lot of things on my own. So I was so empathetic to that whole scenario and I loved it. In the second, I can't remember who reminded me. I think Shakira, which ultimately hated me in the end. I don't know if she hated me, but she was one of the, the ladies that were like, you did us wrong. We hate you, blah, blah, blah but I still love her very much. I think she was the person who reminded me most of me and she doesn't know that. And she probably will never know that because when she sees our brand, she tends to not want to participate in it, but she reminded me so much of myself and I really, really enjoy, I just didn't get a chance to know her. I'm watching the time as well, don't I? I can see it, eight minutes and 23 seconds. And then in this one, Letitia reminds me of me because of her, her enthusiasm. She's very quick. Even now, as I'm talking to you, she goes, should I, uh, should I go earlier on my interview or should I do this? And I think, oh, she's just let her enjoy her time. This is her time and she mm -hmm. deserves it. So, um, what, what, would I say to, what would you say to, to my younger, younger self? I would say to my younger self, um, I would say to my younger self, you're way more, you're way more beautiful than you think. Mm -hmm. Cause I just, even now I just, People say, oh, you this. And I think, oh, just because I just think I'm unique looking, you know, <laughs> I don't think I fit the mold. People often ask me, where am I from? And I'm fully Jamaican. Oh, I never revealed that. But now, you know, <laughs> so and I'm from the islands and people tend to say, oh, are you Eritrean? Are you this? Are you that? But I would say to myself, you're way more beautiful than, you know, and it's, it will get better. Don't worry. And you, you're going to own a pageant brand. So don't worry about it. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much for having this okay. chat with us at House of Pageantry. And we hope to connect with you soon again. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And I hope to, you know, I hope this is useful to somebody out there. Oh, thank you so much.